welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy, and uh, I'm delighted because I got my D9 sisters in the house this morning. So I've got the uh, lovely and talented president of the uh, uh, Theta Epsilon Omega chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated here in New Haven, uh, Adrian Parkman Esquire, and my good friend, Sister Dory Dumas. Hey, Dory Dory. Y'all are hey there. Yourself. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Good morning, so, good morning. It is nice to see y'all. How y'all doing? We're Very doing all good. right. We're excited. Good to yes. see you. Yes. How about that? Uh, listen, y'all got a, uh, a fête en noir coming up. What is that about? Is this, this is not the first one, right? This is our first fête en, no uh, fête en noir. We had fête en blanc, which was all white. And this time it's all black. And it is going to be festive, fabulous, and we're taking it to the next level. So this is not our first wonderful, fabulous event. We're just giving it a little twist and a different color this time. But yes, we've done similar things. And people that walk away are like, oh, that chapter knows how to do things right. And they take it <laughs> to the level. So we got to keep it going. So people are in for a treat. And yes, so no, it's not our first, but it is our first for all Black. We should say that. Okay. All right. So so tell me something about the Theta Epsilon Omega chapter. How long have y'all been a New Haven chapter? Well, as Theta Epsilon Omega, we have been here since 1965. So we have been here for a very long time doing the work of the community, giving back to the community, and really making sure that we are upholding the standards of our beloved organization, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. So we are excited because, you know, a lot of times people look at these events and, you know, they are fat. And this is going to be off the chart. Let me tell you, it's going to be absolutely off the chart. So you do want to get your black and get out there. But just know that these dollars that we are raising go to so many important, important um, programs. And this one in particular to support our childhood hunger initiate um, and um, uh, power packs. And the whole point of this is we know childhood hunger is a issue. Um, and it's an issue in all of our communities and, it, and, and that does not um, escape New Haven as well. And so the initiative of our um, national organization is to make sure that we are providing holiday and weekend meals to children to make sure they are not hungry over the weekend. So our goal is to provide 1,908,000 meals across this country so that our kids can have food over the weekend. So the proceeds of these uh, events, and especially this event here, is to support that effort with the kids that we are working with at Wexler Grant School. Wow. Well, now I now I gotta go right now. <laughs> you gotta be. I can't have kids hungry. I gotta go now. And Babs, I'll say that our events and all of our events, and as you are a member of uh, the Divine Nine, you know that. Most of us, when we're doing these events, we do and we will continue to help with scholarships, help with community efforts and all the things that are needed in our community. But I am extremely proud of our national initiative because especially through COVID, we a light will shine even brighter on how much food insecurity is in our communities, how many people right next door could be right in our communities are hungry. And that's a real thing. And the that fact that long weekends and holidays when these children go home, we know that that's a fear that they're not gonna have any food. So to address that, 
is huge. And we've already had a huge impact through our partnership with Wexler Grant. Um, we started it last spring. And so to have these kinds of funds to come in to support something that is so needed and really will have an impact. I mean, this is huge. Scholarships are huge. All the senior citizen programs and things we do and all the um, financial events are just as important. But when you talk about every day, children going home and not knowing when they're going to have a meal, but they're going to have this pack for the weekend and they won't be hungry. That's huge. So, I mean, when we say party with a purpose, when people think about it, so yes, we're going to make it fabulous. We have really taking it to the next level. But when people come, they should walk away saying, and I also helped to do something very important that's going to be impactful in our community. So we're partying real big time, but with the purpose. <laughs> All right. So, so tell me what's the, what's the gist of the event? Like, so when I buy my ticket, what happens? Go ahead, Adrian. Yeah. When you buy your ticket, you're going to have a, a ticket to a voyage. You're going to have a ticket something absolutely fabulous so depending on we have levels we have levels of of uh tickets so um you know it's a secret location because that's what we do we want to have the element of surprise so you get your black so this is your first step right you got to be ready so you're going to get your black and look all silky and 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 grown and sexy as we like to say and looking just fabulous in your black and you purchase a ticket so we have three levels we have our first level, which is um, $125 donation, and that includes open bar from 7 to 8. You have um, a cash bar after that time, hot hors d'oeuvres. You're going to have a full buffet and some additional surprises. You yes. move up, right? <laughs> oh, and surprises there will be, of course, because our committee who does, who does always and, and will on this time do a fabulous job. But you move up, right? You can go to a VIP we all like to have VIP and you're going to get everything that the others have received, but you're going to get expedited check-in. You get open bar all night. What? I know, right? right. You're going to get that ticket bar. right there. <laughs> get, you know how you go on vacation, you go to a resort, you check in and what do they have for you up on check-in? A cocktail. There we go, right? That's right. <laughs> there you go. You've been to a few resorts, I see, so... We're going to have the same thing, a little champagne. That's your check-in. And you get access to our Club Noir VIP Lounge. So you're going to have that. And then we have the VIP Plus. And Dory, you want to talk about the VIP Plus? So you yes, get VIP plus. Yes, you get plus plus. And plus, with plus. that, you're going to get like a wonderful um, gift pack bag which is going to have fabulous things we're going you're going to be treated royally and so like we want people to have the plus plus to say oh okay now i see why i need to do that and you know really we're going to be catering specifically to them as well but let me tell you everybody that comes even general admission is going to have a fabulous time. And when I say we have cigars, we have two DJs, we have live music. We're not doing one little thing. It's like levels of things. But when you're VIP plus, you get, of course, because you're a plus and you're VIP, you're going to get the extra special little touches. But throughout, and I will say this, and I will match this with any organization. When I tell you about our um, decorating team and the things that they're doing and the the wows, the pops, the things that are going to make people like, you know, just want to take pictures and 
enjoy the vibe and come with some really good, fabulous vibes, we have that team. So everybody's going to feel special. But if you are <laughs> VIP plus, you just might feel a little extra love from us. But it's, that's because, you know, that's what you do when you're VIP and you're plus. But, but everybody's going to get like really, really a wonderful experience. And we don't stop. It's throughout the night. We have little things coming throughout the night. And I think from the first two that we had with our all white, we have already set the stage. So people are coming, okay, what are they going to do this time? And I think that's important. Like we all, myself, you, Babs, Adrian, we're all in other organizations. There's a lot of fundraising events and we all support these events. But I like that our chapter really thinks about what would make me feel like coming out that night, spending that money, getting all dressed up is worth my time. And mm. we take that in consideration. So we say, okay, everything we can do, we are doing so. And our team is just thinking outside the box and really wanting people to walk away with, oh, okay. That was why they they charged that. And that's why it was worth it. Yes, for the purpose of it, but yes, for the experience as well. Oh, I love it. So how long did it take you to come up with this idea? What's the planning process like? So we started I, I, this. I'm in an organization, so I know how long it takes to plan yeah. stuff. So, so a couple of years ago, when we first did our uh, our Fête and Blanc, we wanted, you know, there's the dinner on Blanc, but mm -hmm. that's a lot of work. It's a fabulous thing and everything. But that's a lot of work. People loved it. They loved some parts of it and some things they did not like having to track trek through with all your stuff in your hands and your so we were like no we're gonna give this the aka version we're gonna give it where we keep it like so we have it at a secret location we have the different touches we have all of the festivities and the fabulousness of it but you don't have to work for it you just come looking beautiful and having a great time so we started that a few years ago we wanted to give it our own spin the AKA version of that. And so we started, we wanted all white. So we were doing it in June and we did one in July, setting off the summer season. But now we're getting ready to set off the fall season and we're like gonna do all black, but the same, same type of energy and vibe, still fabulous. It's still a secret location, still all of the wonderful pop-ups and wonderful things you, you would see, but not having to, set your own table, bring all your stuff, bring it, you know, so this I was going to ask, there's no, none of that. Cause that's, un, I mean, as listen, much as I listen, love I've done Blanc, it. It was fabulous, but it was stuff. a lot of work. You don't yeah. work for this one. You just come and enjoy. <laughs> and you know, black folks, we don't want to drag our best dishes. No. I mean, we just, <laughs> and, and, and I think just, what we just do is very important that the, the, you talk about the planning process. Well, so a thread that runs through that planning process is experience, right? What is going to be our guest experience? And that is always, you know, the tenements of what we look for so that we can make sure that, you know, we're asking people to buy tickets and uh, every organization, right? And that it, it's it's not cheap. And we understand that, you know, it's not always good times for, for folks. And it's asking a lot of money. It is, as we indicated, for a wonderful, wonderful purpose. But we want to make sure that you have a chance to have a great experience and to really, really enjoy your evening. We all work very hard. We all give a lot. And so this is a time to come and just, you know, have a great time and enjoy and meet new friends and really, really come together as a community. So, so, if, so I know this will be a huge success. Do you start thinking about next year's event? Like, 
or, or, and if this is as good as 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 I know it's going to be, do you do it again or do you do another variation? Right? Because well, you know. because there's so many organizations and so many people having to do things, we have to plan at least a year in advance. Sometimes we start a year and a half in advance of already starting to think what would 2024 look like. One for contracts and to have premium spaces and things like that. So you have to plan well in advance. Our committee actually started this like probably a year ago, thinking about, okay, so what are we doing? What, what does 2023 look like? We're already planning for 2024. And we do go on like the feedback from our guests and our members, like, do people really enjoy it? What can we do? Should we do this again? Or should we give it another spin? So we take all of those things in consideration. And feedback is very important, not just from ourselves, but mainly from our guests. Like, did you enjoy that experience? What else would you like to see? So as we're starting to think about it, and many of us go to a lot of events, not just in Connecticut, but in New York and other places. And sometimes we're like, hmm, that was really good. So we may start even trying to incorporate some other things that we see because we're always trying to think outside the box. We don't ever want our largest event to be just a regular old event. I just got to come out and drag myself to another thing. No, we want it to be an experience, fun. And when you leave, it was worth your time and you had a great time, but you also had all the wows, the pops, and just the AKA version of let's have a fabulous time. I love it. I love it. So so uh, Adrian Parkman, you're, you're the president of the chapter. And uh, I know that can be a lot of challenging moments because we are in a time where we have to react to so much that is happening to us. And uh, and I'm always struck by uh, the level of commitment that sorority women, black sorority women, have uh, to community. How do you how do you stay focused in in this in this moment in this climate of so much pushback? Oh, and there's so much pushback. But I think, and I think you hit the nail on the head. You said Black women, right? What we do is service. Service is our ministry. It's who we are. I think it's through our upbringing and to really not get distracted because it's easy to get distracted by detractors, um, to stay focused on the mission and the purpose and why we are here. I always say that, you know, we're not here as people for ourselves, just as our ancestors didn't do what they did for themselves, they did it for the next generation. So we have to continue in building those blocks to make sure that our future, our kids, our babies, those out there that are in need get what they what they what they can. So what I do for me is to always stay focused on that because you can easily, and you know, in these times, get you know discouraged, um, you know, unmotivated, and just like you know, what difference am I making? You are making a difference. And I know that as Black women, as community, we all have it in us. And if we work together and keep pushing that dime, we can make a change. And 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 it's hope. It is that that piece that, you know, I and personally will never lose sight of hope. Because once you do that, then you know it's game over. And mm. so for me, there is so much out there to do. And again, the, the effort that I put in is not even a, a quarter of what, you know, our ancestors put in. So if they could do what they did to make those changes during those times with the circumstances they're in, we're in a much better situation than I can give as much as I can give to make sure that the future is better for all of us. 
Thank you for that. I, and I, I will I say that, that Adrian, as a leader, sets the tone, right? So you hear what she's saying. And when she comes into the meeting, you know, a lot of us, we have hard days, work, work weeks, whatever. But when you come in and you have somebody that's leading that has that kind of energy that comes in with that mindset, it kind of really trickles down to everyone else. So, I mean, again, many of us are in several organizations and I think Black women have always been in the front leading, taking care of our communities, uplifting our communities, doing the things, but to do it with like-minded people, to do it with women who have the same interests and goals, as you know, for any of the sororities, um, I think that just gives us that extra push and that extra motivation because we know that there's the need is so great in our communities. And like Adrian said, um, we stand on shoulders and now it's our turn. So we have to continue to to take the torch and move it forward and make sure that those around us, you know, we're uplifting our community as much as possible. And I think it's people like Adrian who are leading in our organization have to have the right mindset and energy and vibe. And when she comes in, she always uplifts us. So no matter what your day is, she starts off with that smile and gives us the energy and say, okay, women, what are we going to do today? What are we doing to move our community forward? And I love that. I love it too. Are you, are you both struck by, I, I'm still struck by, you know, I, I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. I'm still struck by people who don't know that we exist. We, You know, we're over 100 years old and the majority of the Divine Nine is coming up on 100 years old. Are you struck by the fact that folks don't know that we exist and what we do? Oh, you're always struck by that. And I think, you know, we've all been pushed into the spotlight recently and, uh, you know, we got to take advantage of that. But there is always this like look of confusion, like, what is this? And where, where have you been? Oh, we've been around. We've been doing the work, right? <laughs> so now all of a sudden we're seen, right? And with that, of course, comes greater responsibility because you are being seen. You are now being looked at. So we are no longer in the shadows of others. I mean, we've never been in the shadows amongst ourselves, but now that comes greater responsibility. So that is that we really got to show up and really show them what we have been doing and what we have the capability of doing and the capacity of doing. But it is always very you know, interesting now that all of a sudden you, you hear and you see a whole lot of other people talking about the divine nine. And we like, we're not new to this. We true to this. <laughs> I love right. the fact, I love the fact that the world got a real sense of, uh, of, of, of the divine nine, because now we have a madam vice president of these United States who is a sorority woman from Howard University. Like you can't get any blacker than that. Right. right. Like you just, you just, you just can't. So uh, I and don't I, forget our I Supreme Court that. justice either. And yes, and we got a Supreme Court justice who who is my soror. Mm -hmm. So so the world is getting a double dose of or or a big dose of uh, of, of of what this divine nine is is looking like, and that we're not a secret society. Like we yeah. we are out front and lie. <laughs> exactly. I have to say that my recent experience, um, which I always have, like maybe a little bracelet, a little necklace, something that mm -hmm. you know I'm not even where I just wear it and I'm at different places in different settings and white men, women, people, oh, you're a member of Alpha Kappa. Like they know our colors, they know our symbols. <laughs> so I'm starting to see more of that recent. It, sometimes it takes me, you know, takes me aback because I'm like, oh, okay. So we they know who we are. So I think it used to be a time they were like, 
what what is this sorority stuff you know but not so much nowadays i'm starting to feel like more more and more especially in certain areas if you are in an area where the divine nine is very active or if people are paying attention like who you know especially around um the election when we came out in full force all of the sorority divine nine came together people started recognizing oh they have some power who are these people what are they doing what are they about but recently i have been very surprised by more and more people recognizing and and i'm not even aware because i'm always having a little a bracelet or something on and i'm not you know even conscious of it and people will say oh you know out of i mean doctor's office everywhere so <laughs> And the, difference, of course, and the difference, of course, is ours is a lifetime commitment. It's not yes. just an undergrad commitment. Yes. So that's that confusion. Like, what do you mean you're in a sorority? You're, yes. you know, north <laughs> of 25. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, you know, so to, to help people to educate that it wasn't, you know, just something that you did on four years on a college campus. The real, 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 real work continues. Girl. Um, well, <laughs> I, <except> girl, <laughs> it's a lifetime. So I think that's a surprise for folks too, because most yeah. don't have that experience. Yes, I, I think, I think you're absolutely right. And I tell you what else I'm struck by, uh, Adrian and Dory, mm-hmm. is that um, the, that these divine nine organizations are still thriving. That people uh, still want to join and have access to uh, these institutions, you know, these organizations, you know, uh, I, I am, I, I'm honored and I'm also in awe of the mm. fact that it still speaks to young women. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm 60 years old. I understood when I pledged in 80, 82, I knew I, it was a different day, but when I see these young sisters and brothers coming through with, with, with so much, uh, a commitment to it that rivaled my own commitment. I'm, I'm, I'm just in awe of that. That, that is still very relevant and necessary. And it totally is. And if you think about that, what is that draw, right? Because there's a narrative out there about our people. And so when you see black professional individuals making a difference in their community, there's a draw to that. There's a, this is a different narrative that the world does not paint about people that look like us. And so the more that people see what we're doing, that it's not what the world wants you to believe who we are, that we are doing the work in the community. We are professionals. We are making a difference. That's what people are drawn to. They're drawn to that. And that's why I think you see once it's in the spotlight, it's like, oh, there's something here. A lot of times, like to your point, you can't put your finger on it. But you know, you know when you get around your sorority sisters, you know when you're at a D9 event, you know that feeling. And it's a feeling of our people. We have that. We always laugh and say that head nod, right? You know what that is, right? That's right. <laughs> like, I see you. I, I see, see you, you and I acknowledge you. And I know we're in a space, but I see you. Exactly. See you. And, that and I feeling, also think that- can't explain it, it, but it's powerful. Right. But a lot of it too is- like as an individual, you can do some work, you can do good work, you can have an impact. But imagine when you join a group of women or men, and they have that same like mind, that that power, like there is 
there is a certain level of power that comes with joining and being working as a group and moving things together. I mean, if we, yeah, individually, you can do a lot and you can have impact. But I feel like if you're with like-minded people and you really believe in the missions and the goals and yes, the sisterhood side of it individually for me and for young people, I think that's a, a plus because they can, they gain automatic mentors and people no matter where they go in the world that could support them and help them and they can move to a different country and find some support just because they wear or are part of a certain organization or they wear certain colors. But even within our communities, like when we think about the kind of work and impact we have when we all come together, all of these minds, all of these women, all this desire to move our community forward, that I think that's very um, inviting. People want to be a part of something that they feel like they can join and have an impact as well. So I think mm -hmm. those things, and, and we tell the young people, like this is, yes, you're on college, you're young, it's wonderful. And yes, doing all the fun things that come with sororities and fraternities is fun. But you, this is a lifetime commitment. And it's all about, for us, sisterhood and service, they go hand in hand. So yes, you're joining and you're having fun and you have that support for yourself. But also you need to have that service mind where it's service to all mankind. And what can I do to have an impact, even as a young person? And, you know, these young people, they think outside the box and they come with all this creativity <laughs> and now all this technology. So I feel like, you know, we need each other. We have the experience. They can gain instant mentors and people. And, you know, I mean, I, I just think it's fabulous. I watch all these young people on these college campuses and I just love see their energy and their vision and when they join an organization like ours and then they're saying oh I'm moving here and there we're like well let's connect you because <laughs> because you're in this organization we automatically have a connection mm -hmm. or if even if as a family you move someplace the first thing you do is you move to a church or you look up a chapter and you automatically have that that feeling of okay I connect I belong I can have somebody that you know mm -hmm. I that understands me so it's a beautiful thing um it is and, and I, I think you're you're absolutely right Dory because let me tell you something I I I I I listen I belong to a sorority you're in a sorority but I'm gonna tell you what else happens if I have to send my kids somewhere and I can't get a hold of a delta guess who else I get a hold of I know I could call one of these my AKA friends, That's right. sisters, That's right. and said, "Listen, my kid is coming. Can you put some eyes on that child, or can you connect that?" I have done it, so yes. I I understand the connection of the the D nine world. Like it's not just I'm just going to deal with my sorority and I'm not going to go right. outside. No, it's like. I know my kid or my child is going to be all right because I can connect them to anybody in that D9 network and they will have eyes on that on that child. So that's so that that's the beauty of, 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 of the of the network. So but I'll tell you what else I love about this. I love the glamour of this uh, of this event coming up because. You know, we could all be in the clubs. I mean, there's clubs for days. Like, we could have a club experience. But a full-on glamorous red carpet vibe, you know, where we're just fancy, fancy. I think New Haven is right for that. And when Black people do it, you know, you can't outdo Black people. For That's tonight. right. <laughs> That's right. You know, we, we live for these things, right? We live for it. We complain about it, but we live for it. We... <laughs> We got to get our face done. We got to get an outfit. We got to, you know, come correct. 
I know as as we're talking, I'm like, all right, what do I have fancy enough to like what like how am I gonna make this work? Like, oh Lord. And I'm like, okay, let me go to my online site and see what I can find. Because because this matters, right? Like we all want that. I do think that most people, a lot of people, even though we complain, Adrian and Dory, right. about dressing up, we do like dressing up. We do. You feel different. Yes. yes. Yeah. You, you like feel... dressing up and being yeah, seen like... and be like, oh, girl, you look so good. Oh, boy, you look exactly. great. Exactly. And now everybody's been time, vacationing yeah. all summer, and this is the kickoff to the fall season. It's, it's going to be good to, you know, reconnect with everyone and do it in such a way that, okay, we are having a great time tonight. It's nothing like really good vibes and you know we all work so hard and we all do a lot in our community but we're gonna let our hair down and just have a really fabulous night dancing the well, night you had me at cigars dory so now i got up my vip to vip <laughs> plus <laughs> no you get cigar regardless you know i got you you we're gonna have cigars and it's just it's just and that's just one surprise there's other little <laughs> things that are very inviting and we try to keep some of it a secret so people don't know everything but we give you enough that you know if you've never been to one of our events what to expect but if you've come to one oh you already know it's going to be mm -hmm. a fabulous night so tell people how to find you like if, if people are listening now and they're like i need my daggone ticket how do they how do they find you they can log on to our website, aka newhaven.org. And oh, that's easy. That's very yeah. easy. And you can click on the link and you'll take your right to Eventbrite. And now we will say this ticket sales are going extremely well. So oh, yeah. if people are interested, <laughs> yes, perhaps, you better get it. it. It shuts off on Saturday, but I will oh, get your tickets today. This Saturday? This yeah, we're already. I mean, the, and, and, and for us to be able to do this during summer months means that people know what they're looking forward to. So you know, we definitely want to to let people know if you want a ticket, you better get there to our website and grab your ticket because we are um, down to the wire and we're we're expecting what? to sell out. And so we don't want people to be disappointed. So if you are interested, again, we have um, we have a couple of DJs. We have live music we have open bar for the first hour for everyone open bar all night for our vip and all the fabulous things that are coming with it you need to get to our website and get your ticket um we want you to be there we want you to be a part of it but this is a popular event and it's a good thing to sell out because that just means more funds for us but we don't want people who really want to be there not to get your ticket so please go and so you got DJ uh, Ron P and Dane, and then you mm -hmm. have William Fluker, who I think is probably one of the most talented musicians New Haven has ever seen. Yes, you know, we I, got I a just... couple of extra treats and special. We have Ooh. a violinist, but we can't tell y'all everything. But just know <laughs> that's just a little bit right. that you see there. And you know, I'm gonna you know, you try my best to tease it out. You, you know, I'm like, okay, what else? What else? <laughs> <laughs> So just know we're coming with it. We are coming with it. I love it. and so so is this the biggest event that y'all pull off for the for the year? Or or is there another big event coming up? So we normally have two to three major events per year. This one is our largest. Um, we had a fabulous um wine tasting event in June, and we have other things that we do, but every year we do one major one, and this is our major one. I've not been to uh uh, a major AKA event. I think I went to a white party once. 
You went to our lunch. Uh-huh. I know you've been at our luncheons and the luncheons, you know, we had the gospel luncheons. I think you had your hat yeah. on, I remember. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. That's a luncheon mm-hmm. and, and that's that's one of our events that we do because we really try to make sure we do something for everyone and we do have, you know, um, people who don't necessarily want to dress up or come out in the evenings, but they'll come out in the afternoons. So mm-hmm. that attracts a different crowd as well, um, which is something that we, we enjoy doing and a, and a lot of people enjoy those events as well. This is not that. You will not be sitting down and you will be partying. You will be having a good time. So, yes, our luncheons are fabulous. People enjoy them. As you saw, we draw a big crowd for those as well. And they're always very successful. But this one is our largest of the year. And so we pour in everything into this. And, you know, although I think all of our events are fabulous, this one, this one is next level. Okay. And again, this is the remember the purpose. You know, we're partnering with Wexler Grant School <laughs> and we're feeding the children. And we have currently this year 220 students enrolled in their summer academy that we feed every week. Wow. So we That's feed pretty every, impressive. It, we feed every week. And we we fed 770. We have seven, 770 meals we gave out between May and June when we kicked off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a major, you know, we, we tried to get the cost down as much as we can, but it will, um, you know, cost us about $1,800 a month to, to do this initiative. And we are committed to, to raising those dollars to, to do that. Um, and so this will go a long way to help us to get to that goal, sure that these kids have those meals on holidays and weekends all throughout the school year. I so enjoyed this conversation. Uh, President Parkman and Dory, I thank y'all for coming on this morning. Thank you. I, I know that this event is going to be wonderful. As soon as I get off, I'm going to go look for something to wear. You better get online. And I'm going to go get <laughs> online and see if I can get my, t- I can't get my ticket until tomorrow, but I'm going I'm to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got you. But I'm Babs, like, Dory, hold my pre- ticket. Hold my oh, ticket. Got you. Babs, we so appreciate you giving us um, this Absolutely. outlet and you know, time, it's always good. You've always been a person in the community that uplifts the community, that gives us a voice, that gives us a way to share what we're doing, why we're doing it. So thank you. Exactly. Thank you oh, it's my pleasure. You know, I love, I love, I love people and, and Black people are near and dear to my heart, child. And Divine yeah. Nine stuff, I think, is just, you know, I don't think it gets enough, uh, it gets enough shine out there, you know. Right. And mm-hmm. so, if, if so, whatever I can do to help. So, but I, I'm excited about this. And oh, we can't uh, wait to see you. I can't wait. Let me go find some right now. Thank <laughs> y'all for coming on. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> I love Thank y'all. You. Thank you so love much. You so much. Love you, man. Right. Take care. All right. Take Bye-bye. good care. All right, Harry Jones, I'm out. Tomorrow I won't be here because I'm sitting for the LSAT. Um, and that's going to be my my good part of the morning. Uh, but Harry will play the best of it. He'll probably replay this show because this show is really, really good. Uh, but I'll be back on Monday and I'll, I'll tell you how I how I did. I won't know the scores until the end of the month, but I, I can tell you how I felt about taking it. Um, so uh, tomorrow morning at eight o'clock, I'll be sitting in proctored uh, commitment to taking this LSAT. So thank you all. And, uh, and don't forget to go get your daggone tickets for uh, the AKA's Fet on War. It's going to be fabulous. I want to get into it, man. You I know. get into it. Like a sex machine, like man. Yeah. Moving it. Doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count it off? Go ahead. One, two, three, four. Get up. Get on up. Get up. Get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. I like a sex machine. Get on up.
Bone. 